Well, hello everybody. This is Hal. And this is Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. Hey, family life's been kind of stressful recently. Wow, hasn't it been? We've, we've it's had been a... one trial after another this past couple of months. Mm-hmm. So... And, and folks, at one point in one weekend, was it six or seven of, of, of the ten cars that us and our extended family, our adult kids, yeah. own, were broken down on the side of the road or at the shop? Uh, it was it was six that had been driving at the time, and then there was one which continued to be broken down. So that's pathetic. Harold. That that is yeah. I, I know one of our um, one of our uh, employees said, "Well, it, it appears that you're only allowed to have one working vehicle per household right now." Evidently, um, yeah. Well, that that seems to be well. You know, these things happen. You, we have some uh, we have some well used vehicles, and so. That this kind of thing happens, just they don't all typically happen at the same time. At the same time, but yeah, and that's not ten cars for our household. We have no, no, adult no, no, kids. No. We have several households. Yeah, we family. just yeah, but but uh, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been dramatic that way. And you know, these things don't. A lot of these things you see them coming, and you just say, ah, oh, well, that was yeah, that was about. But then a lot of things happen that you weren't expecting. You didn't plan on this. You weren't bracing for this. It just suddenly presents itself. Like the hurricane last weekend. Okay. You, know, you have a few days warning, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you're facing a hurricane. We had so many friends in Louisiana that had to throw everything in the car and evacuate. You know, I remember some I remember some specific times like I was doing an engineering project and I was in Singapore. Okay. I'm like 13 time zones away. And um so I got up one morning and I go into the computer room to check my messages overnight. And the first message at the top of the chat was, um, you, you had said, well, um, Katie is, she's out of the surgery right now and, uh, she seems to be doing fine. And you know, <laughs> whoa, that's like when you get those phone calls from one of your adult kids. And the first thing they say is I'm okay. Oh, we got one of those a couple of weekends. Yeah. Ago we too. got one of those a couple of weekends ago too. Okay, so what you do, now we're not talking about things which are life-changing calamities and there's no question, you know, somebody had died or there's something that, there's no question that this is a huge, tremendous thing, but stuff that's just a stressful disruption. Like, I don't know what's happened here and I'm not sure how I'm going to manage the rest of the day. How do you deal with... Or even the rest of the year, you know, I just found out I got laid off, the car broke, there was Uh an accident... The dryer stopped working this morning. That actually happened. Yes. How do you deal with these things? How do you deal with those stressful situations mm-hmm. without falling apart? And, you know, sometimes yeah. you feel like falling apart. I, when, you may have not felt that way this morning, but when you said, hmm, the dryer's not working, I nearly fell apart. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I didn't say anything about it last night. Okay. Oh, I didn't sleep well as it was. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'm looking at all the laundry that's already backed up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh no, all oh. hope is gone. <laughs> Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, how do you, how do you deal with with stuff like that when suddenly there's a big dose of uncertainty that just entered in, into your life? The consequences of living in a fallen world where things break, that things is, go wrong. That is so fundamentally true. 
you know, that this is a fallen world and things do break down and entropy is a fact and... You know, we yeah, we're all going to have to deal with this at one point. Well, you know, I think you got the idea for this one mm-hmm. last month when we were on the way to Chattanooga to speak at a conference. So we're we're driving. We're between Atlanta and Chattanooga, going to this conference in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the van starts making an odd noise somewhere north of Atlanta. And, and this van has not been a trouble to us. We've this has been a very this has been a over two hundred thousand miles and it has almost never had any problems. Yeah, this has been a very good, tough, reliable van, but it starts making a noise and you know, we stop and check the oil and I'm you know, trying to say, does it happen at certain speeds? Does it ha- does it seem to be connected with the wheels? Yeah, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Well then it starts making an absolute racket. Oh, okay. Mm. This is this is a stop point and so we end up on the side of the interstate, an hour away from anything. Hot and as fire. Hot, a hot day with a van that's not going to move any further, and the trailer full of stuff, and there's four of us in the van, and now what? And we're supposed to, and we're required to be set up that evening. Yeah, we're supposed to be in Chattanooga setting up our booth and getting ready for the conference to start the next day. Now what? And so, yeah, that was a stressful moment. It certainly was. So, you know, so... What do you do in the stress of the moment? Just the moment you found out, oh, phooey. Yes. Well, you know what? The first thing, well, I find in those kind of situations, first thing I need to do is just like take a deep breath. Don't react right now. I remember when you were president of our state organization and CBS was doing something about homeschooling and they wanted to interview you. Right. And one of the employees in the office there at NCHE Mm-hmm used to be a public in public relations for the county sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. And she said, anytime they ask you a question, first take, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. The oxygen will help your brain work better. Yeah. And, and if it'll it's, give you time to gather your thoughts. And I thought, yeah. that's good advice for a lot of stressful situations. Well, it is because, you know, it's, it's like they, they say on uh, the airline that we favor, in, in case of an emergency, first stop screaming. You know, that... That that's true. I mean, don't react yet because you don't know anything other than that first burst of information, that first alert that something's not right. And I have to remind myself immediately mm-hmm. that God is good and He is in control. Right. Matthew ten, mm-hmm. the Lord said, "Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin?" Right. Asked Jesus, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your Father's will. Mm-hmm. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. And it's good to remember that and to remember that that God tells us that all things, ultimately, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8, 28. And we don't always, yeah. you know, it's hard to embrace that sometimes in the moment. But later on, maybe you can see what God was doing. I was telling our adult kids this. Mm-hmm. We have adult kids that are, well, one of our sons is about to get his doctorate, and mm-hmm. he's on the job market looking for a professorship in yes. political science. Mm-hmm. And I was encouraging them that so many of the things that have happened in our lives, job situations that didn't work out mm-hmm. like we expected, and I thought, why? Why did we go on this little detour here? Mm-hmm. But now 
I see that every single place we lived, every single job that you had, mm-hmm. there was something that the Lord needed to do to put us where we are now. Right. It was all part of his plan. And I think when we remember that, that the Lord is working all things together for good, it helps so much. Philippians 4, 6 mm-hmm. is one of my mm-hmm. favorites, Hal. Mm-hmm. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So mm-hmm. Lord tells us what to do. Right. Don't be anxious. Pray. Yeah. Say, okay, Lord, you've got this. I don't. Right now, I don't. But you do, and we're going to have to trust you for the outcome of things. And I think that's a really I'm... good habit. Take that deep breath and then say, you know what, folks? Let's pray about this. Yeah. You, you know, another another piece of advice... Um, Somebody said, uh, somebody that has like a blog or some sort of commentary channel that he does says, I never, I make it a point never to comment on breaking news. I always wait for 48 hours because something always comes out that clarifies the situation. I thought that is really good advice. And again, you know, the van's making a noise and I could immediately jump to all of the disasters that this could foretell, but rather to say, I'm going to try not to react until we know more. Yeah, you know? I'm not going to flip out not, yet. <laughs> so, so consider that we don't know much right now. Just that something, something has has showed up on the radar, and it may be a big disaster, it may be a small disaster, but we don't know yet. And just like when you found out in Singapore that Katie had been in surgery, right? It was such a shock. Well, when you scrolled back through, you found yes. out what had happened. Yeah, she'd swallowed a coin. Yep, and it lodged in her throat. Mm-hmm. And not only did they get the coin out, everything was fine, but they also mm-hmm. found an infection in her esophagus mm-hmm. that could have been really bad. Mm-hmm. But the okay. Lord caused us to find it, and there would have been no other way for us to find it. That's true. Before uh, it was very serious. Yeah. You know, another thing that, that I've done sometimes um, is ask myself, okay, realistically, what could happen? You know, it, like if you start with the worst thing that you could imagine and then work backwards. Like, I remember one time, one time getting getting paged to to go to the front office or something at work. And at the moment, I was under a lot of stress. And I thought, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? Um, somebody could die. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, somebody could go to prison. That's not about to happen. Uh, somebody could get fired. Well, I've been laid off before. I've, I've managed that. So if that's the worst thing that can happen, I know I can live through that. You know, let's just, you just think, okay, let's be realistic in the situation that you're in, are you likely to die? Is somebody likely to go to prison? Is somebody likely to end up in in terrible straits? And I, you know, and a lot of times that'll start to calm down, to lower the temperature a little bit. Say, let's not panic, but let's just say, okay, we have a problem, but it's not. Maybe it's not going to be life and death. Well, like the van dying mm-hmm. on the way to Chattanooga. Yeah. I remember thinking, what's the worst that could happen? Well, we'll get there late tonight, and mm-hmm. maybe they'll let us set up in the morning. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, one of our good friends, um, Gary Bloom of Books Bloom, great place to find used books, right, came and got us mm-hmm. and took me and the kids in our trailer up there so we could begin setting up, and the Lord mm-hmm. took care of us. We still don't have our van back, though. That's another story. Another story, but that's... But anyway, the mm-hmm. Lord took care of us. And, you know, even part of that other story, the Lord provided you know, yep. we, we did a fundraiser. People people have mm-hmm. helped out. The van is paid for. We just have to go get it now. Yeah. Had to have a new engine. So let's take a break and hear from our sponsor. 
Where are you, men of courage? From Sherwood Pictures and the Kendrick Brothers comes Courageous Legacy. I want to know what God expects of me. I don't feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Celebrating 10 years of impact on fathers and families. Now remastered in 4K, including a new ending and bonus scene. I believe every father should step up and answer the call and say, I will. I will. Courageous Legacy. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theater September 24th. Okay, so we've been talking about dealing with stressful situations. And that brings us to the to the next important part is try to think of something to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Your mom is the example to me in this. My mom is a retired school librarian, and she worked in elementary schools her whole career. And, and there was a book that she used to quote called The Tenth Good Thing About Barney. And Barney is a little boy's cat, used up his ninth life, and the cat died, and the mother is comforting her grieving son, saying, "Well, let's think about good things about Barney." And so they go through that. You know, they're trying to think of good memories to kind of encourage him. And we kind of play this game. We sort of laugh about it, but we sort of play this game sometimes when we're in a in a tight spot. To say, "Okay, what's one good thing about this?" You know. <laughs> well, we often say, "What are ten good things about this?" And that gets yeah. really ridiculous because, like the van. Yeah. Well, we were close enough that we actually did make it to the conference. Yeah. We had Gary Bloom to come get us. Yeah. Um, uh, the conference organizers recommended a reliable mechanic. Yeah, we were able to find that. Yeah. There were only four of us there on the trip. Which is so, so unusual. Yeah. And so it, was, there, it wasn't like we had eight or nine people in the van that we had to transport. Because so. rental cars were really oh, gosh, um, yeah. rare, uh, scarce. And so we, could, we would have had, had to rent probably two cars. Mm-hmm. Our friends, the Troutmans, loaned us their van to come to, to yes. make it back. Because yep. one of our adult sons brought it to us. Yeah. And that, that was good. And that's another thing that he was able to come and get us. And do you know what? That this was the end of the conference season. And so even if the van was going to be out of commission for weeks and weeks, which actually has been. Yeah, seven, I think we're on but, seventh or eighth week. But we weren't, that wasn't going to snowball into problems if in the future. If that had happened in March, it would have been disastrous. It would have been really awkward. And so. And you know, even, you know, even this weekend that mm-hmm. our boys are going to Atlanta this weekend. And so one of them can drive it back from Chattanooga. So, I mean, they're, the situation could be worse, you know? And so thinking about what are some positive things in the circumstance that we're facing right now well, you know, that you see God's provision? I saw a mom this past mm-hmm. weekend when we were exhibiting at a little local education fair, and she, mm-hmm. her shirt said, keep a, keep a gratitude attitude. And I really liked that mm-hmm. because when we do start thinking about all the blessings, all the mercies that God has given us in the midst of these trials, it changes our attitude. You know, that's why I love that book, Pollyanna, so much. That's why we turned it into an audio book. Right. Because it's, well, it's funny, so it doesn't feel like you're being lectured. Yes. It's hilarious. But it makes you think, what, what is something good about this? Let's play the glad game. What reasons do we have to be glad about this? And when we do that, it it brings us right back to the beginning. Yep. What we talked about at the beginning where the Lord said, mm-hmm. be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. I say, are you anxious? Then be thankful. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Internalize yep. that. And let your requests be made known to God. Amen. Yeah. So that, that's all. Man, that's good advice. And trust us, we've lived it. 
This oh. is real life for us. Yeah, I guess you're hearing about all that. Yeah. So, if your family needs help with gratitude, uh-huh. we're going to be talking in the next segment about yep. how you can help your kids through stressful times. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stressful times right now, and it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. All right. Okay. So, until next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.